0: hey tk hey Cheryl. hey hey so today's a uh, whoa wh- wh- this is it's a, a roller coaster it's a roller coaster today
1: heavy story a he- lot of side chit chat a lot of nonsense i think there were some good stories told though thank whether you whether they were about well i told some too
0: oh you did wow <laughs> i don't even remember i I don't remember any stories (laughs) i was so impressed with my i I was impressed with my story
1: what you had more than one you wouldn't stop talking i have
0: stories i have stories. well yeah just tune into this
1: episode and you'll
0: hear the onslaught of (laughs) meh 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 no these are interesting (laughs) stories to you (laughs)
1: <laughs> I told some of mine, and apparently you have no recollection of I them.
0: Do- oh, I remember one that you told. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So we've got things to say in this episode. Yes. All right. Let's just get right to it. Okay. Ladies and jerks, welcome to Navalny. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl.
1: I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? yes. A podcast about documentaries. Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling,
0: faintly. I am the first ever podcast.
1: And Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started.
0: I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Cheryl? Tig. How? Are you uh, Well,
1: uh, I mean, how are you? I just dropped a potential bomb of excitement <laughs> really into did. your lap that we can't specifically talk about no. on this show. It's got to be... Uh, code. We have to use yes. code in S- discussing. Somebody
0: might be doing...
1: Yeah, somebody, <laughs> uh, somebody might be doing... And it could be life-changing. Or uh-huh. somebody could decide not to do
0: yeah and then life will
1: still be as it is life will
0: still go on but if that somebody decides because they got tapped to do yeah (laughs) then it would be a fun and ridiculous it oh it has something to do with show business
1: and it would be monumentally (laughs) life-changing monumentally (laughs) to the point like when I told Cheryl before we started recording her face lit up she was so (laughs) excited about this potential thing of fafa happening and we've been talking about it for 30 minutes before we started so that's just to tease and annoy our listeners yeah
0: yeah yeah but I mean I can say I can say this Mm. that it's reminding me of when uh, Dancing with the Stars asked me if I was interested in doing a season, and I was, but I couldn't, and it didn't. It wasn't the right time. <laughs> there were reasons why. You feel was, like this is the same? No, no, it's not the same. <laughs> but it is a, it's an offer because it does feel very different. It, it feels is, very no, different. It is very different. But I'm just saying, it's like an offer out of the blue for something mm-hmm. that's not usually a phone call that you get no. during the day. No. Anyway, we're talking in code and it's not nice to the listeners. But it's fun though. <laughs> it's so fun. Well, one day we'll be able to tell you what the huh? Yeah,
1: maybe maybe next week we'll, we'll have more of an update of whether Fafa's going to happen or not. <laughs> yes. You know. We can't yeah. say what right. Frata is, yes. But we might say it's heading in that direction <laughs> where everything's about to change <laughs> monumentally.
0: Okay. All right. And how are you, Cheryl? I am good. I mean it really was just an adrenaline uh <laughs> hit for me. It has nothing to do with me although i want to get involved i know i know
1: you've already offered ways to get involved yes and, i will be
0: um, involved <laughs> if this happens i will be showing up like hey guys okay listen all right. We we need to talk about yeah we do listen uh, let's just let's just get right into our documentary yes, right. today which by the way this was i didn't know did you know anything about this broad strokes broad yeah strokes.
1: broad strokes from when i was following the news um mm. but i didn't know
0: yeah so so today we're talking about Navalny. it's a 2022 documentary film directed by 29 year old canadian filmmaker daniel Roer. <laughs> r-o-h-e-r how do you mm-hmm. say it i don't oh <laughs> It tells the story of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny, who campaigned against Vladimir Putin and became an apparent target for retaliation by the Kremlin. Navalny, the documentary premiered at Sundance, where it won the Festival Favorite Award and the Audience Award. The film is available to watch on HBO Max.
1: First, I have to say the Kremlin sounds too much like gremlins. I picture (laughs) furry... Animals. It, it feels like a cartoon That's, that's just what you
0: think of every time. Kremlin. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it sounds I, like a normal word to you
0: that you don't think well, of? Well, I've been to Moscow. Okay, here okay. we go. Here we go. You're making me do it, but it doesn't feel like Gremlin to me. And by the way, I never watched, what was that, Star Trek? Wait, is Gremlin? No, that's not. Gremlin
1: <laughs> is from Gremlins.
0: <laughs> It's, thank you, but it's
1: not on Star Trek. Wait,
0: what was Star Trek with the furry little things? You're thinking of Star
1: Wars. You're thinking...
0: No, right? but wasn't there was wasn't there a Star Trek where they you're had... You're thinking of Ewoks? No, they had like little furry things that took over. <gasps> Tri- tribbles. Oh, tribbles? See,
1: tribbles. Tribbles. Snarkbles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what if you're watching Star Trek and all of a sudden snirk started appearing and they were like oh my god the snirk bulls are taking
1: over well thomas just sent us a link to trouble with tribbles
0: mm. <laughs> okay listen we're off to a great start because mm-hmm. we're talking about something so serious and now yeah. okay i do have a few stories that i do need to get off my chest mm-hmm. sort of relating to this okay but i'll tell people what we're talking about bursts to get us mm-hmm. on a track.
1: Yeah, we need to be on a track in order to get, to get off, off of on. it.
0: So, yeah. Alexei Navalny. This whole documentary is about him. He was, well, I mean, I'm not gonna. This isn't spilling the beans because the whole thing is about this. Yeah, he was poisoned. Yeah, by. Well, am I spelling? No, of course. This is the story is he was poisoned by Putin mm-hmm. and nearly died, and mm-hmm. the intention definitely was to kill him. Mm-hmm. So he survived it, and this movie, he's being interviewed. Navalny is being interviewed, and he talks about the whole experience, and he sort of walks you through it, and you see footage of him giving speeches against putin because he wanted to rally people to rise up against putin Mm -hmm. okay so that's where we are this is how it all began yeah which by the way that's very serious now i'm going to tell you something that's not as serious when i thought i was poisoned on a plane because i started to mention it before and then our our listeners on social media You know, attacked you, Tig, and said, Wow, Tig never let Cheryl tell the story. They attacked me? Kind of. Well, wow. I I mean, I don't know if attack is the word. I mean, (laughs) when they were like,
1: (laughs) especially with the subject matter we're discussing about attacks, it's it's, it
0: seems strong, but also
1: I, you know, I was under the impression the
0: Snurk Bulls loved me, but um, I guess they can be frustrated with. I mean, when I say attack, I mean, they were like, uh, well, here
1: I am interrupting and not letting you tell the story again. They were like, like,
0: Cheryl, what happened? Tell us, okay, go ahead, okay, okay. Let me start by saying, I was just, I'm in the middle of reading a book called The Gift of Fear. Wait, you are right now? Yeah. By Gavin De Becker, which is really good. I've and read I, it. Oh, right? Haven't we talked about it? Or but, did I talk about might, it on my... It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so in this book, The Gift of Fear, which is great, mm-hmm. um, Gavin De DeBecker, DeBecker oh, the um, author, really talks you through like how people try to manipulate other people and will you know if you basically if you're feeling something if you feel like off about somebody Mm -hmm. there's a reason and you should pay attention to it and you should not engage or leave or whatever so anyway i got on a plane once and um i was sitting down and this guy says this guy that i don't know says hey uh hey cheryl i said oh hi and i sit down And he's like, oh, we know so-and-so, like common person, whatever. I said, okay, great. Hi. And then the person sitting next to me says to the guy, do you want to change seats so you can sit next to her? And I was like, oh, my God, I don't even know this guy. Right. I was like, ah. Fun for him, awkward for you. Yeah. So he was like, that would be great. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is like a three-hour flight of this Mm -hmm. guy that I don't know. Okay, that's fine. So he sits next to me and he's talking the whole time, but talking too, um, he's being really too intimate. Mm. Like, what's your most awkward moment in life? What was the best moment in your life? Like these deep deep (laughs) questions that were too much. You know, I'm just like, I just want to read... The safety pamphlet and like mind my business. And so he's asking... Wait, the... the, If the plane crashes? Yeah. I like to, you know, glance at it. You like to refresh? Mm, I like to know where the uh, inflatable thing is in case... Nerd alert. (laughs) (laughs) And so this guy, as the flight goes on, it's getting more and more uncomfortable. Where I'm like, this guy is getting too involved and why do I keep answering his questions mm-hmm. like Gavin De Becker, I should have just said you were
1: scared to offend him and that's yes. what Gavin talks about yes. is that when you're scared to offend strangers that make you uncomfortable right. is when you oftentimes walk into danger
0: right You don't need to engage with anybody. You don't need to answer questions. Mm -hmm. You don't need to feel obligated to make somebody else feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. But anyway, and I was really thirsty and I couldn't, I could not get water on that plane for whatever reason. I kept trying to flag down the lady and I was really, really thirsty. I kept talking about how thirsty I was. And then the guy says to me, you know, like looks me in the eye and says, when do you think you're going to die? I was like, "Uh, when do I think I'm going to die? I haven't really thought about it. He's like, Mm -hmm. well, think about it. Where do you want to die? And I'm like, oh, my God. This is a lot. It's a lot. You know. When was this? This was like, um, this was probably like five years ago. Wow. And at this point, I'm kind of freaked out because I'm like, this guy, something's happening. (sighs) I get up. I go to the bathroom. I come back. And there's a cup of water. Mm -hmm. And he goes, I got you some water. And I was like, oh, my God. He got me water. Oh, my God. He got me water. And I was thinking, don't drink the water. Yeah. I didn't see where the water came from. Right. But then here's, this is a lesson that I'm telling people. I felt the need to drink the water because... I thought that he did a nice thing.
1: You didn't want to hurt his feelings.
0: I didn't want to hurt his feelings. You were willing to die for Yes. So I drank the water and I was like, I'm sure this is the moment when I die. Because this guy just asked me when I was going to die. When did I want to die? And then gave me poisonous water. So we landed shortly after. I call my husband and I'm like, Okay. I just want to let you know, I think I've been poisoned. And he's like, Cheryl, first of all, are you foaming at the mouth? And I was like, no. And he said, are you throwing up? I said, no. And he said, I don't think you've been poisoned. I said, well, how do you know that? He goes, because it, it happens right away. Mm-hmm. He goes, your body would have such a reaction to it. Yeah. And I said, well, this weird thing happened. He's like, that is a weird thing. Is the guy still following you? But anyway, that was my... I thought I was poisoned on a plane, but I really... I'm glad you weren't. Yeah, I wasn't. But this is a... It's a good lesson. Like, don't... Well, can I tell you? Yes. I had...
1: Even though I wasn't almost poisoned, it was that listening to my gut. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I had to have a minor procedure done. Mm-hmm. And, and it was minor enough to where I could be put under or not Mm -hmm. it's just depending on the level of of pain uh, Mm -hmm. that i could handle and um i had told the person on the phone before i went in when i was asked what i wanted to do i said well what do people normally do and then she put me on hold she came back and she said i was told you should be put under and i said Mm. oh okay all right so i show up to my appointment and um my doctor pokes his head in to the curtain and he was like hi how's it going you know i'll see you in a little bit good to see you that kind of very brief exchange yeah leaves the nurse comes in and she says hi are you going to be put under or not for oh this God. procedure and i said oh i had told them i was and she said oh, okay and i said but I mean, so there's just yeah. A why choice. is there confusion? Like, yeah, I was, I was, it, it was starting to make me uncomfortable. Yeah, and so I, I said, so, but I had already told them yes, and then now you're asking, so why? And she goes, well, I just, just wanted to confirm. And I said, she said, or you can talk to the doctor if you want to talk to the doctor. And I said, yeah, I think I'd probably just want to talk to the doctor about yeah. that specifically. And she said, okay. And then the um, anesthesia nurse came in and said, so are you going to be put under or not? Oh, my God. And I said, oh, well, I had told the nurse. I said, I originally said yes. And then the nurse came in and asked. And I told her that now I was confused. I'd like to talk to the doctor. And he said, "Okay, well, he'll be in shortly. The nurse comes back in and says, have you decided if you're going to be put under or not? And I said, I was waiting on the doctor. And she said, Well, he's going to be probably another five minutes. Do you want me to just text him what your question is? And I was like, no. I was like, I can wait the five minutes. I just want to talk to him. The anesthesiologist nurse comes in again and asks if I've decided if I'm going to be put under or not. And I went, what is happening? I said, I'm waiting on the doctor. And he said, I'm sure I can answer any question you might have. And I said... Maybe, but I'd like to just talk to my doctor. Right. I've been waiting, and I, and then I got up and I said, "You know what? I no longer feel comfortable. I'm not going to be put under, and I'll just go have the um, procedure done." <gasps> and they were like, "Oh, I'm sorry if there, I was." And I, I was just like, "I, am, I was d- so, done. I was so done." Yeah, and I was like, "I, can, I don't trust the situation right. anymore. I
0: right. no longer have
1: any trust." in your abilities because the communication is off so i'm gonna go put myself under when there's a did you say
0: this did you say this
1: no i said to them that i i have lost trust and i will not be put under with the communication like this wow yeah i was so mad i was so upset
0: but see, also, I think like I, I think it's harder when you're younger, when you're in your twenties.
1: Of course, to, uh, I wouldn't to, have to, done that right. even five years ago.
0: Right to to f- find the words to stand up to you know. Medical team and say no, you you aren't doing your job. Also, right.
1: you know what really sticks with me mm. is when Joan Rivers died, and and I remember them saying that it was a minor procedure. She was put under and never came out again.
0: <gasps> right? No, it's a big
1: deal. It's a big deal. And I just watched my stepfather die, <sighs> and so I'm very like I don't. Yeah. I want to make sure I'm safe. I'm sorry. Yes. And so I was like, I was so you mad, and I. Oh, my God. I was like, get this, I mean, get your unicycles away from me, clowns. (laughs) I mean, truly. But it's that. Scram clown. Truly. Scram clowns. But it's that feeling, that gut feeling you have to listen to. Yes, yes. If I had gone and been put under and then something happened to me because the clownery that was going on. Right.
0: And because you didn't just, you know, trust your gut and just say, let's just stop stop yes. everything yeah so yes trust your gut is what we're and we talking. have to take a break oh, now for, and then oh we will God, talk get about get back to the
1: documentary
0: <laughs> achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking what's your secret
1: And we are back on Tim and Cheryl, and we are going to actually talk about the documentary. documentary. But if (laughs) this is your first time joining us, (laughs) this is how the show goes. So we're glad you're here, but we just want you to understand the company you're keeping right now. Yes, this is what Mm -hmm. you've,
0: this is, listen, and we've covered more real things in the last 10 minutes than usual. (laughs) Yeah. Than in, okay. Then in the last five episodes that we've done, also this is a free podcast,
1: so we're not taking too many complaints
0: <laughs> or comments. Um. Okay. So so Navalny. Mm-hmm. Oh, I shouldn't do it with the Italian accent. That doesn't even make sense. I didn't even
1: notice. It was so bad. <laughs> Your accent was so bad that I
0: yeah a, a Navalny. and the
1: no then, but didn't it make you want to speak with, <laughs>
0: didn't, didn't it make you want to speak with a russian accent when you when you were done watching i, I was
1: doing it in my head while i was watching
0: I, I wish you would do will you do some no oh if it comes out let it come out um so alexi yep. alexi alexi is that how you say it? No way oh. to know.
1: We just watched this movie, and there is absolutely no way to know how to pronounce any name.
0: So he talks about the Russian government, which is trying to kill him and imprison him for his criticism of Putin and his attempt to run for office against Putin. I mean, it's unclear to me what the system is there. I mean, do they have a, an election every so often? I don't know.
1: Oh, Thomas, Thomas is Thomas nodding says yes. yes. Thomas
0: is yes. Every so often is the... Um... <laughs> We're just like, yeah, let's do one. Okay, so TIG. So here's mm-hmm. what happens, right? At, at this point, Navalny has started, um, he's very popular on YouTube, very popular. Very popular has gotten very good at rallying people together. He has um, rallies where people are yelling, you know, against Putin, and he has this wife named Yul- Yulia. Mm-hmm. Hmm, I got it right, and um, and at some point, Navani says, "I thought it was pretty safe because I was getting famous." Mm-hmm. So. I felt like Putin can't really do anything to me because everybody would know because I'm I'm yeah. you know recognizable. And then at some point, Navalny's office was raided, and a green toxic liquid was thrown in his face. That was so alarming. It Wasn't was that weird? To horrifying.
1: Watch? I can't even imagine.
0: And it was all on camera.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, how terrifying? Because I'm because he didn't even know what. What was thrown onto his face, and he said, "I thought, oh, I'm going to be disfigured for the rest yeah. of my life." Yeah, yeah. And Navalny's a pretty good-looking guy. Don't oh, spill, spill the beans. beans. Um. <laughs> so, but he was okay, mm-hmm. and I guess I don't know. We never really found out what the liquid was.
1: No, it looked like it was green, right? It looked like yeah. that. Um. From that Nickelodeon show. Where oh, like, like slime? Yeah, it looked like, like he slime. Got it
0: looked slimed. like uh, brake fluid. Is brake fluid green? Yeah, or maybe Some, well, I don't something know. fluid that goes in the yeah, car that you don't really that, want on your face. On your
1: face, yeah.
0: So he goes to uh, Navani goes to shoot a video in Siberia to talk about local corruption. And when he gets there, he thinks that there's going to be a lot of police. There's going to be a lot of hubbub because everywhere mm-hmm. he goes now, there, there are a lot of people, a lot of police, and nobody was there. Mm-hmm. And he felt like that's kind of strange, but okay. Mm-hmm. And then he gets on a plane. And what's amazing about it all is people are were always filming him on their phones.
1: phones.
0: Mm-hmm. So... The passengers hear him like moaning and an intense moan c- crying out in agony. Yeah. And somebody like captured that on their phone. Mm-hmm. Um, the plane makes an emergency landing and he's um, raced to the hospital. Yeah. Then they call Yulia. Uh-huh. She runs to the hospital and they're not letting her in to see him. I can't imagine. I was just I like, know.
1: I would have ripped my own head off if Stephanie had been poisoned and I was...
0: But, and by the way, she, Yulia, I, didn't you love her? Because she was yeah. like, you, she, you know, you had these big guys, these big armed. She's a badass. She is. These huge Russian soldiers saying, no, you're not going in there. And she's like, I am going in there. Uh that's my husband and they're like Mm -hmm. you are not going in there you know and she's you know looking at the camera going are you getting this they're not letting me see him Uh because they poisoned him and Uh they don't want anyone to know and um
1: and the doctors were involved with
0: doctor came out and said this was not poison we don't know what it
1: was right his business can't be um blowing up at this point that doctor I mean, your credible. I mean, talk about
0: losing <laughs> oh. trust. Well, especially when they say somebody one of the rumors was that he that it was from his, from Navani drinking moonshine, <laughs> which by the way, oh. isn't moonshine just like made in Tennessee like in somebody you can make that anywhere, but moonshine in Russia, do they is that even a thing?
1: It sounds like it must be if that's their go-to of like, this is clearly moonshine. (laughs) Um, I mean, it must be enough of a thing where somebody thinks of it, says it, and the rest of the group nods. Yep. But do you think- Probably moonshine.
0: (laughs) Do you think moonshine in Russia is different from moonshine like in Georgia? Because I've had moonshine in Georgia and it's like, yeah, it's strong, but it doesn't, you're not going to foam at the mouth from drinking moonshine. Well, of course-
1: (laughs) Well, but why would they say? I'm not, I don't know why. There's no way to know, Cheryl, but (laughs) you can make moonshine anywhere. You don't have to be in Kentucky. Mm. You you think you can't, if you cross the border to Ohio? (laughs)
0: Well, it doesn't seem like it would be called moonshine. Like if somebody said to me, if I went to a party and somebody was like, hey, I made some moonshine. Do you want to try it? I'll be like, you made moonshine in LA? I don't think Mm. so.
1: Well, I know Mississippi isn't surprising to be a moonshine uh, spot, but my cousin is an attorney down there, Uh and he's had clients that have paid him in moonshine. (laughs) (laughs) He's also gotten donkeys and pickup
0: trucks. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to try that with my entertainment attorney. (laughs) Hey, I'm not gonna pay you shine. in dollars, but I have a lot of moonshine. that I'm sending you a office. chicken. <laughs> How three, about a rooster? Three chickens. <laughs> oh you my just god. tie a donkey. Oh my god! To his
1: doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the change. <laughs> Keep the change. Oh no, we have to take a god. break. Oh god. Okay. Okay. We'll be back. We'll be back.
0: Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's com slash wondery. We're back. Okay, we're back. Here's the other story I wanted to tell you about Moscow. Well, it's not even another story. I haven't told you one story about Moscow. I mean, I'm telling you this story about Nabalny. But this is neither here nor there. (laughs) That's what the show should be called. <laughs> this here. is neither here
1: nor there. Neither here nor there
0: with Tig and Cheryl. That's... Have you ever been to Russia? Have you ever <laughs> neither I have that not. Actually is a good title. Neither here nor there.
1: Oh, that's your travel show, Thomas says. Oh.
0: Are we gonna travel
1: together? I think so. Uh. I mean, especially after you get involved once fuh, fuh, happens. <laughs>
0: Oh my God. Okay, so I went to- What if we had a news show? Oh my God. You. What if we
1: had a news show?
0: I think that would be amazing. <laughs> I, think would be... I think that would be amazing. It's like- Breaking news, we go to Tig and Cheryl. And it's like, you guys, before we tell you what the news is, I just <laughs> want to tell you what happened at the gas station. I stopped for gas on the way here. <laughs> End the story, and then we cut to commercial. Okay, so I went to Moscow. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is when I was previously married mm-hmm. to Paul, my and old manager. We were going, <laughs> we were going there for a wedding, and this couple decided that they wanted to have a paintball game with friends and relatives. Mm-hmm. You know, like the day before the um, wedding for fun. Which sounds fine. Mm -hmm. Although, have you ever done paintball? Mm -mm. It's slightly terrifying. Yeah. I mean, you wear a jumpsuit Mm -hmm. and goggles.
1: Yeah. I've done that in an action movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is more serious than an action movie. So, and then they gave you a paintball gun, right? So it all sounded fine at the beginning. Uh But then we divide into teams and we're in this forest in russia mm-hmm. and they're yelling out stuff in russian mm-hmm. well, i have no idea what anybody say. i don't even know what team i'm on you can barely speak english <laughs> i can ba- i don't know what is happening yeah and i am terrified so paul and i are hiding behind this log like not talking. Good move. Like you don't want mm. to talk. You don't want to talk because uh, they'll know where you are. They'll find you. No, I they know They won't find you. Yeah. So my plan was to stay behind the log until people start walk, walking out of the forest. Because if you get up, you're going to be shot. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't in the mood to get shot. And by the way, I mean, they can lead, leave welts, these paintball. Mm. Okay. So anyway, so I'm behind the I'm behind the log.
1: Keep going. (laughs) I'm not going to interrupt. I want to hear the end of this story. So the bulls are not upset with me. Let's let's hear (laughs) this
0: story. Paul is giving me signals like he's going to look. He's going to rise up out of the log just to see what's going on, yeah. to see if the game is over or what is happening. He like rises up behind the log, just his eyes and he uh. gets shot between the eyes in the oh. goggle with the paint uh. palette <laughs> and the paint is, like, covers his goggles. <laughs> and we found out that the other team, there was like an ex-KGB guy like oh my god these guys are like shooting people between the eyes with paint what was paul's reaction when he got shot uh you know it it took him aback (laughs) (laughs) although it was really funny because we were like what is it happening what are we doing we were laughing so Mm -hmm. hard we were laughing so hard but at the same time it was terrifying because i'm like Mm -hmm. i am never leaving this log Mm. like why would you ever get but i see you have left the log. <laughs> i just waited i can't tell you how long i waited behind i mean because at that point then paul ha- you know paul's been made shot so he has to surrender on. Uh-huh. <laughs> we can't cut the story off now listen that's all I remember. I guess I, I, guess I just waited. I, I really waited until somebody came and got me because it was, I'm not walking out. I'm not walking out. So I guess I had to, I guess our team surrendered <laughs> because I would never leave my spot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point is, uh, be careful when you play paintball in Moscow. Well, it, it all ties seriously. into
1: the gift of fear as well.
0: Yes. Your story. I was listening to Yeah. my fear and it said mm-hmm. stay behind Stay the behind wall. the log <laughs> because ex <the> KGB <laughs> will shoot you between the eyes. I mean, that's such a bold It's a really bold move. It seems like it's also against the rules of paintball, isn't it? I uh, don't, don't know. know. I don't think you're allowed to shoot someone in the face okay I really don't know okay so anyway listen back to we could take time to google it (laughs) no
1: there's no way to know. okay uh
0: back to Navalny okay this is a serious subject Yes. quit treating it as if it's not so at some point because Yulia is so insistent Mm -hmm. of getting him out of that friggin hospital Mm -hmm. they're they're stalling for time she knows it Everybody knows it. They don't want to let him out because if he has been poisoned, they want it out of his system. So nobody mm-hmm. can, nobody will be able to tell. Mm-hmm. So he goes, they, they finally get him out. They take him to, tell me if this is, didn't they take him to Germany? Yes. Okay. Went
1: and got decent uh, help. attention. Yeah. Help. Yes.
0: And they basically said, yes, it was poison.
1: You mean it wasn't moonshine? (laughs) What if he went to Germany and they were like, did you have moonshine?
0: Did somebody have famous Russian
1: moonshine? Did somebody give you moonshine? (laughs) Were you drunk on moonshine, son?
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. So he finally recovers. Which is shocking. Yeah. That he could even recover from this. Right. And he meets up with Christoph. Okay. Um, who's an independent investigative group belling cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Is Christo is the one that's
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's helping him try to figure out what happened. Mm-hmm. And he says, You were poisoned with Novichok mm-hmm. hope I'm saying all this right and then they find out that that is the poison that Putin makes yeah in Russia specifically yeah. to poison people with yeah. specifically because you can't it disappears it disappears mm-hmm. and it's also his signature move can you imagine Having a
1: signature move of poisoning people?
0: It is. How toxic uh, is your existence? I mean, literally. (laughs) It's like, whoa, signature move. It's like, that's your signature move? (laughs) I mean, and they were all, like, Navalny, uh, listen, Navalny's a badass. Mm -hmm. He's not scared of anything. Right. He couldn't believe... That he actually poisoned him with... His signature move. With his signature move. He's like, that's
1: ridiculous. Well, Navalny's signature move is to just
0: move on. (laughs) Brush it off. He did not seem that uh, upset. Well, he strikes me
1: as somebody who... I mean, he seems to be fighting for good, but he seems like somebody who is in the game.
0: Oh, he's in the game you know oh, what i mean is like, he is like i don't care what happens i'm yeah, going down he's with the there ship to play. i'm not mm-hmm. yeah so you find out you find out during this that he you know his family talked about politics a lot because they lived relatively close to chernobyl mm-hmm. so when chernobyl was happening his parents were you know outraged of course and that was part of what he would hear in his house and how awful it was and how awful the leadership was that Mm -hmm. this could be happening and that, you know, Russia denied that there was anything wrong. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it gets sort of crazy because… Now it gets crazy? (laughs) Now Maria Pevchik… Say again? (laughs) Maria Pevchik? I'll say that.
1: Maria, if you're listening, could you call in <laughs> to let us know if that hey was the correct? Hey, of hey Maria.
0: Hey. <laughs> now she's also getting involved in the investigation and they narrow it down to this small group of men mm-hmm. who are Putin's assassins.
1: I always think it's interesting because assassination is killing a famous person.
0: Right. Or pull- like yeah political you, figure. Yeah.
1: It's like if if um if if you killed me, you wouldn't well, I'm kind of well known, so I'd probably be assassinated.
0: But I guess that's the question. It is, At does what it point, only have to do with politics?
1: Well no, because John Lennon was assassinated.
0: But he also was relatively in He was involved, involved in politics. Yeah. I mean yeah. Relati- relatively right. He was Yeah. You know
1: But like if you killed Thomas. Right. Would people nobody, say Nobody Whoa, well, I don't know if anyone would talk about it other than his family and friends. You know? And <laughs> it's so sad. I know, it but it's true. Be, it wouldn't and so it, it would be the sure news that he was assassinated. That Thomas was assassinated. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas, you're very loved. Yeah. It's just that I don't think be it'd the be, be like mm. no,
0: no. No. It might it would be some, It might
1: be local man was shot oh
0: man oh, thomas poor thomas is like why am i being dragged into this <laughs> um well what's interesting is so mm-hmm. now they have this l- little group of p- people i shouldn't say little group of people that sounds like it's condescending Condescending, and i know it's yeah. certainly not don't mean that. Yeah. but right. they figured it out that it's got to be this short list of guys and Navani starts making prank calls to the list of Russian assassins. Yeah. And this is all on video and audio. They're recording it.
1: You know, back in the olden days like in the 1800s, did mm-hmm. people say things like, you know, and and he started doing this and that. And look, there's sketches of this. <laughs> we we have sketches. We <laughs> From the town hall, we saw. Yeah, we looked at the sketches. (laughs) It clearly happened. (laughs) Let's
0: put into evidence sketch number one.
1: (laughs) Well, do you have any
0: sketches of it happening? (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, wow. He's right here. That does look exactly like him. Yeah, that is you. That is you. I think it did happen. So, Navani gets through to a scientist named. Constantine, Constantine. Anyway, and uh, he's homesick with COVID. The sea man, the sea man. And Navani, Navani is acting like he's his superior, mm-hmm. and he's asking him what went wrong. Why didn't Navani die? Mm-hmm. Where was the breakdown? And basically, Constantine said, "You know, they tried to poison him through." His underwear, Mm -hmm. specifically putting poison in the crotch area. I didn't know that could happen. That you could poison someone through... Their crotch. It did seem weird. Like, why the crotch? You know what I mean? Because why not, like, something close to the heart or... Mm -hmm. I don't know. But also, did they figure out that it had to be somebody in the hotel that went in and put it on his in his clothes, right? I guess I, I just
1: I you know, like <laughs> I'm I was just, You're just I, like, I, I what I learned is... something new. I just didn't know that you could be like, "Oh my gosh, my crotch is poison." I've been poisonous
0: underwear? It's so odd. Yeah. And then at the hospital, and the the scientist is saying all of this and saying You know they tried to clean they cleaned all of his clothes and -hmm. they tried to get rid of everything all of the evidence they were trying to wait till the poison was out of his system before they released him so he basically admitted to all of it Uh and then Navalny and the group decide to release i mean it's so serious Mm -hmm. Can you imagine releasing that information in those calls? That's what I mean is he is (sighs) in it. God. So he did. He released it online and got 7.7 million views in the first seven hours. And they were drinking champagne and they were... Moonshine. (laughs) And they were celebrating because... He accomplished what they set out to accomplish. They Mm -hmm. exposed Putin and And still. And still. (sighs) So at some point he decides to go back to Russia. Mm -hmm. Which was like, I don't know, it's so sad. It's like don't Mm -hmm. go don't go back to don't go back. Yeah. But he does go back. And he's arrested as soon as he lands. And, you know, he's got these two kids who are great. Such a great family. God, and his wife is great. Mm -hmm. And he basically knows when he's getting on the plane to go back to Russia, he knows that what's waiting for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just got on the plane like this is what you do. He's going down fighting. I can't imagine. I can't either. When they get to when they get to the airport, there's tons of people. Thousands and thousands of people and people are being arrested just for being there, just for, you know, cheering for him.
1: Supporting him.
0: And Nivani's team releases an expose on Putin that was viewed over a hundred million times. And then Navani's arrest inspired widespread protests across Russia. And then Constantine, the scientist, has been missing ever since they released the call. And then you see there's like one little clip of Alexei coming into a courtroom. And you see Yul- Yulia. And he draws a little heart on the glass for her. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was pretty strong. I don't mm-hmm. know If my... A husband did that i would be like a wreck yeah but she's a strong and i guess you I mean she knows that he's like this is his mission in life and he's doing it yeah. and he's sacrificing for mm-hmm. people the greater good and now he faces up to 20 years in prison and then you see at the end i didn't even know that was him at the end mm-hmm. i thought it was a prison guard
1: but oh, really
0: th- yeah you see him at the end His face, you know, when he's in his, you know, prison. Jumpsuit. Jumpsuit. And um, it's just. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah.
1: And do we know how long he'll be in there? I mean, up to 20 years, but I mean.
0: Right. He, so he was probably, what, like in his early 40s when he went in or something. So Thomas looks like he's Googling. Oh, he, was yeah, he was 46. God. So listen, tw- oh my 20 God. years, uh, I don't know. So that is the story of Navalny. It's heavy. Oh lord. Oh lord. So, um, are you ready for some final thoughts, Tig? I am. Okay. It's time for happily ever after thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry? I didn't. Did you? I know, I didn't cry either. I didn't cry either, but okay. I mean, I think we're both going to say this. Out. Who are you attracted to? It's not Putin. <laughs> it is. No. I mean, Navalny is pretty he's handsome. He's yep. so handsome. Yeah. And when he's sitting there, like, the lighting is so good when he's all right okay okay. all right anyway the point is he's a very handsome man Mm, he
1: He has that chin my mother was very into chins like
0: that Mm. he is a very it was like more than just a what do they call it a cleft did they call it Mm -hmm. a cleft chin something like that cleft chin is that a thing but his was even more it was like yeah kicked up a notch you know what i mean
1: do you know what my mother told me When I was little, Hmm.
0: and we were not,
1: our house was not. I mean, my mother was religious, but we weren't that fan. Like I don't know if anybody mentioned God or Jesus or, you know what I mean. Like sometimes there were church outings, and but it was not that vibe in our house. But I remember her telling me once that you see this little area below your nose, yeah, in the middle of your of your lip, yeah, you have the little tube. It's from an angel Uh-oh. putting Mm-mm. their finger right there <laughs> to shush you to not say what heaven looks like, and <laughs> and the people that have that cleft chin uh-huh. are the ones that went before the, the angel shush finished, was over, and it made a, an indention. Uh, s- something about something on the chin means the devil within. Oh. <laughs>
0: Okay, just so I'm clear. Was this on the day you're born or Yeah, like before yeah. you're oh, coming before... down
1: from the heavens. Is that how people that, are that born? little area okay. is from the angel's finger. Well they do right call there. it the
0: cupid they call it C- cupid's bow. Okay. Then okay. yeah. So, and, right. Um so the and angel says shh, the angel is shh don't tell don't tell anyone what heaven looks like. And then they start you... to talk and they No, you start to leave. Oh, you start, start to, to go leave, out and the angel yeah.
1: And Pokes angel you makes that chin. mark in the chin, and that's the devil within, is what my mother
0: told me. Oh my god! Oh my god. I like that. Everything else about religion did not matter, but it's like Tig, yeah. Tig, come here. I've got to tell you something really important.
1: Well, she would point those people out, and she'd be like, "That means the oh, devil
0: within, meaning it,
1: that in a good way, like, like that mischief, they're, like yeah, that they're up to." And I was thinking about that while I was watching. Wow. I was like. Oh, mm. and the devil within is it. It just means
0: that they're willing to. There's life in there, you ah. know. So it's not a you bad know? thing. It's like oh. no, it's not a it's bad like, thing. It's like a cheeky, like oh, yeah, like oh, I know who's, who's this person? <laughs> There's a lot going on with this person. <laughs> oh, God. So when you were little, did you think? Did you believe it? Were you like oh no? Oh, uh, but okay. I was just like I mean probably when I was maybe four or something. You were but, like oh um, the angel wow like an angel with wings is like by the way do it oh i guess they do have yeah. <laughs> do they have fingers is what i was thinking but, then, <laughs> but how but what is it okay let's not get listen no this is not a religious this is podcast not the time. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're not
1: gonna not ex- the time to
0: convert <laughs> we're not gonna explore <laughs> angels and their anatomy right now and we're their phalanges Yeah, (laughs) okay uh, that's all for this week's episode next week we'll be talking about the alpinist or alpinist (laughs) tig do you know how to say it Uh, let's say alpinist say whatever you want okay i'm gonna say the alpinist on netflix before we go would you like to hear some true fan mail yes okay lori in writes hey Lori Inn. hey Lorian. Hey. hey yesterday I was de- delivering a webinar to about 200 people over zoom at one point I forgot a particular product name got flustered and blurted out there's no way to know <laughs> <laughs> immediately a few of the attendees gasped and started laughing <laughs> I know you cannot really make eye contact over zoom but I swear we all gave each other a knowing nod) <laughs> I tried to recover. At least I didn't say, shakers, please hold or hum a Kenny G song. (laughs) But why not at that point? Oh, I love that. She's just like, there's no way to know. (laughs) Whilst nothing can really replace, you bet your sweet ass I am. This was a delightful way to spot snark bulls out in the wild. Seriously, though, this past year has been a really tough one for me, and your podcast has been the absolute best. Hearing your friendship, laughter, bunion talk, and honesty <laughs> is, is a balm for the soul. Thank you, Lori-Ann.
1: Oh, wow, Lori-Ann. N. is
0: nice. Thank Thanks you, for lori writing in. in, lori Thank Ann. you, Lori-Ann. Listen, you guys, we love to hear your reviews. We would love for you to follow us on social media. Yeah, review us.
1: Review, Re- review us. Review us.
0: We might Unless read you.
1: Unless it's negative. <laughs> <laughs> who was that one person that wrote that negative oh, thing in the right. beginning? Dog
0: something dog. Laughing dog. Yeah, laughing who's, dog. Laughing now, dog? <laughs> who's laughing
1: now, dog? Who's laughing now, dog?
0: Who was like, this show is not about documentaries at all? <laughs> laughing dog.
1: Like laughing that. dog came back. I'm
0: laughing sure. dog is listening. Hey laughing dog. Hey. Hey laughing dog. Hey. Uh anything to promote?
1: Well, no uh way. Thursday, June 9th, I am on a new stand-up special on mm-hmm. Netflix called Stand Out and I'm with um Wanda Sykes and Sandra Bernhard, uh, Eddie Izzard, a lot of uh, great LGBTQ comedians. And then also go to tignotaro.com for my tour dates, including July 23rd in San Diego. Come on out to that. That's going to be a fun show. It's an outdoor amphitheater right by the water. So, Mm, okay. Yeah. And uh, my other podcast, Don't Ask Tig. Check that out. Okay. What about you, Cheryl?
0: Oh, Tig. You know, the usual. You you guys, you can watch stuff on on HBO, curve your enthusiasm, the flight attendant. Yeah, just basically turn on HBO and you'll see Cheryl's <laughs> mug. <laughs> All right. Should we do it again? Yeah, let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Thomas Ouellette, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Ouellette, with production assistance from Bobby Pearson. Music by David Susson. Special thanks to Gabi Kobosich, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a headgum podcast.